And now, enjoy this free Jason Modcast show. And welcome back to another week of the Movie Madhouse. This is Mike. Jason. And Rob. Uh, and before the mics even turned on, the shots are already coming. <laughs> uh, I could have been a contender. No. <laughs> Doubt it. Getting punched drunk already. Yeah. 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 So, well, we better start off with the uh, the massive list of movies Jason watched. Yeah. We'll just kind of stand no. back for a second. No, we can't start with that. What do you want to start with? What? Don't look at me. <laughs> You're in the captain's chair. No, I'm not. We thought you were. Really? Who's the one that's looking forward? We have to turn to look at you, obviously. <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> Just because of the way we're sitting. Oh, whatever. Hey, the studio you was want me created? to tear through my list? I'll tear through my list. Well, I thought you wanted to talk about Robin Williams. Well, yes. Insensitive yeah. bastard. Wow. Oh, well, let's talk about Jason instead of Robin Williams. <laughs> what a guy. Wow. Probably one of the comedic geniuses of the planet. No, let's do my stuff first. Well, go. As everyone has no doubt heard by now. Oh, now he's sucking. Robin yeah. Williams. Robin Williams passed away, unfortunately. He took his own life. Uh, his his demons were well known about his rehab addiction, his addictions and all that stuff. And then you, now stories come out about the, his most recent history. You know, he was t- apparently taking the uh, cancellation of his show to heart. He felt like that was really on his shoulders yeah. and... Well, I was, uh, one of the things I did here was, uh, uh, I don't know if it's been verified or not, but he, his wife was saying that he was fighting Parkinson's disease. Yeah. Early stage Parkinson's. Yes. Uh, He had gotten that news recently as well. Yeah. So so it's unfortunate that he, that's the course he thought he had to take, but what are you going to do? Exactly. So, um, I, my first memory of. Robin Williams was his uh, appearance on Happy Days. Yes. The very first appearance of Mork from Ork. Yes. Was that Happy Days episode. And that spun off to Mork Mork and Mindy. Mindy. Which I never really understood. Because Happy Days is set in the 50s. Yeah. And then suddenly he's hanging out with Mindy in in the the late 70s, early 80s. Well, obviously Ork the planet Orc has a little bit of time travel technology on top of their space travel. Yeah. Wow. He said when you when your spaceship is an egg, you can do just about anything you want. Yeah, that is true. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, it was um that was early coked out Robin Williams. That was <laughs> a Everything I've seen and heard about that is a, that was an improvised show pretty much. Oh, I believe this. Now your show. Here, check this out. You're back on network television. Uh, it's the crazy ones, although things are not as crazy as they were. In no, the no, it's days. much milder now. Much milder now. Uh, you uh, play an ad executive on the right. show. And is it based on anybody, or is it just. We a- have this advisor, John Montgomery, who worked with Leo Burnett, and it's like, he's wonderful. He tells these stories about dealing with actual sponsors and, you know, what some of the stuff that they do, and a lot of the episodes are kind of based around that. He was once on the phone with a, uh, a sponsor, and, and he said, you know, in this ad, we're going to have a unicorn, and the, a woman on the other end went, a real unicorn? 
And he had to look at the, look at the other guys going, what do I tell her? <laughs> a pony with a prosthesis. I don't know what. <laughs> but he's got all these different stories about, you know, things that you have to do in the ad agency. And it's been pretty wonderful. We have great guest stars like Brad Garrett, Ed Asner. As a matter of fact, I wanted to ask you about this photograph because oh. Brad... Now, I'm just watching him in that clip, and you can see his hands, the way he's holding them. You can... I, I wonder if the Parkinson's isn't actually accurate. Yeah. Well, you know, it's... Yeah, Mork, Mork is the, the farthest memory, and then he just blew up from there. And I, But his when you look at his earlier movies, though, like uh, Moscow on the Hudson, yeah. uh, World According oh. to Garp, very low-key. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's not until, what, mid-'80s when he starts... Getting, getting getting a little bit more crazy with this comedy, like within the movies. Yeah, yeah, within the acting genre. Because oh lord, before that, his stand-up. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, the day after the news came out, I started watching. I've watched all three of his stand-ups over the last week. That's a good, those stand-up shows that he's done. I think my favorite memory of him was uh, when he did from the actor studio. I, it I, was, I, I, I've heard about his his performance, if you will, on that show. It is just it, it is ex- everything that you think Robin Williams is. Um, he's sitting down, uh, just talking with the host, and then all of a sudden, bam! He's off on an improv, and then he starts getting audience participation. He's going going through the crowd. And he'll do. He'll pick something out of uh, somebody. Like he'll he'll take a scarf that was around a lady's neck, and he starts doing improv with a scarf. And it's just he's constantly thinking improv with uh, stuff that he finds just lying around. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. When he was on, uh, what the heck was that called? Whose line is it anyway? Yes. Oh, oh my God, that was brilliant. <laughs> He it wasn't it wasn't a good episode for the show because I was a fan I'm a fan of the whose line is it show, but it was a great episode just to watch him. Oh, oh yeah. big time! <laughs> Here we go. Let's do a little makeover on your hair. I want to do something special with you. I want to put maybe some spruce on your oh, hair. This is the combination comic of firm and mousse. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it gives it that lived-in, loved-in look. Let's get some height. Okay. California Highway Police, stop for a brief moment. But first, I'd like to show you some dance steps. <laughs> we raised enough money tonight, we're doing pretty well, but you realize as much money as we raise, a stealth bomber costs a billion dollars. And hey, what is a stealth bomber? It's a bomber that doesn't show up on radar, you can't see it, so you don't fucking need one. <laughs> Here's what you do. building a stealth bomber, you just have to go out in the woods, spread some wreckage, and go, one of them crashed. <laughs> Pretty soon the Russians are going, we better fucking get one too. <laughs> then you can build a stealth air force, and a stealth army, and a stealth navy, and pretty soon you're not spending money anymore, because we're a trillion dollars in debt. Who do we owe this money to? Somebody named Vinny? <laughs> oh my fucking money today, put in the bag. Break your nuclear arms. Just damn it. Do you realize why we're having arms control now? It's a good thing. Peace. It's wonderful. But the truth is, we're broke. The Russians are broke. It's like two junkies negotiating over a plastic spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his stuff was brilliant. And um, Tom Leatherdale, he's apparently got the vinyl 
of reality. What a concept. One of his earliest albums. No way. Yeah. He's just wow. he's trying to get his hands on one of those uh, turntables that you can plug into a yeah, computer yeah, so yeah. he can get it recorded over. Oh, yeah. Like, that's that's pure early coked out Robin on that <laughs> one. <laughs> well, his, like, there's never not been a time that he's not made me laugh or whatever he's done not interesting like he's always interesting oh yeah okay. you never know what's going to come out exactly he doesn't know what's going to come out tonight the part of robin williams will be played by don ho this is from the album um, ladies and gentlemen will you please welcome uh, tonight to show robin williams the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon showed his first appearance on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. <laughs> oh. And he, like, walked out and he said, and they started talking, and then boom, he's off in the audience. Like, he's off playing to the crowd and playing with the camera and all that stuff. It's Johnny Carson admitted many times that Robin Williams was his favorite comedian. I can believe that. <clears throat> yeah. His final show, he had Bette Midler and Robin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Well, he said his... It, it, I, I, it's ADD and a cocaine addiction are probably, probably <laughs> what got him through a lot of that stuff. And you know, he said it was, he made everybody laugh. And he said he's, his, his wit will be missed. And it's, it's not, but it's not just his wit because he could also make you cry. When yeah. you look at some of his best work, Goodwill Hunting, where he won the, the uh, Best Supporting Actor Oscar. I watched Good Morning Vietnam last night. Oh, That's yeah. my personal favorite of all Robin Williams movies. Really? Good Morning Vietnam. Yes. What's yours? Oh, man. Uh, I'm very fond of uh, Good Morning Vietnam. Uh, Goodwin, Goodwill Hunting as well. God, it's, it's just See? world according to Garp. Oh, that was good. Yeah. I, I, it's, I, it's, it's, it's picking your favorite kid. Yeah, that's so, it. That's basically it. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to be See, watching. I plan on watching at least one Robin Williams movie every week for I don't know until I until I decide to stop. But that's <laughs> not going to stop anytime soon. Once I kick you guys out of here, I'm watching my favorite. What dreams may come? Ah, I was very not underrated. a big fan of that one. That just it got a little too crazy. I love it. I oh, do. That's cool. And I'm I plan on rewatching Fisher King very soon. Oh, that oh Fisher King. That's yeah. one that. That's another one that I. Didn't really appreciate back then, but oh, I've got a feeling I can appreciate it more yeah. now, just because yep. I'm more mature now. Okay, remembering that one, I'm now tied for favorite. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we get on to, well, Robin Williams, thank you for everything. You will be missed. Um, let us uh, move away from the modeling part of the. All right, and then we'll we'll get on to the uh, less modeling Jason list. Oh, did you watch anything? I did. Okay, what did you watch? I watched The Magnificent Seven. Awesome oh. movie. Yeah. See, and I watched a movie that kind of ties into that. What's that? Tombstone. Oh. See, right back to Jason. <laughs> I finally watched Tombstone. I've never watched it. <laughs> right back to Jason. You saw that? That's nice. I watched this. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? You watched? <laughs> no, I'm just, it ties, don't it? Oh, it? Yeah. I'm sure. Okay. You watched Polar Express? Hey. I watch Patton. See how they're connected? <laughs> start with a P. <laughs> That's right. And there's an A in there. <laughs> they're both about general. <laughs> no, Tombstone does no. tie into the Magnificent Seven, doesn't it? Other than one's fact and one's fiction. 
Yeah, they're identically not oh, the I same. I thought they were tied. I thought they were both like no. connected in some oh, way. You just want characters wider, character, know. and all that stuff. No, what? They're I, westerns. I told you, I've never seen Magnificent Seven either. So, hey, have you seen the Seven Samurai? No. Holy shit! All right, I, this is a quick conversation. I I watched Magnificent Seven. <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh, I, I did watch one of those. So, is that is that a must watch? It's a classic. So it's, it's a must watch. Yeah, they said if. I would suggest watching the uh, Seven Samurai. Okay, that's a uh, the movie that the Magnificent Seven is based on. Okay, and then I did watch one other thing this weekend. What's that? SummerSlam. Is that considered I, a movie? I if, <laughs> if you ask Copeland, he paid a, a lot. It was for like a three D. <laughs> really? <laughs> Every once in a while, they reach out to slap you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just I remember I was sitting in the in the kitchen, and he's uh, going to order it. All I hear from the living room is sixty five dollars. Are you kidding? <laughs> but he ordered it, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it's they don't reach out and slap you. It's like the low carters that aren't on the actual show. They come up to your house ah. and hit you with a chair when you're not looking. They stand there behind you. Oh, yep. Is it my cue? Okay. Wham. Yep. <laughs> uh, ten more minutes, I'll hit you again. <laughs> That's good. Xbox got some work. Oh. <laughs> Non-porn. Oh, God. But, yeah, uh, Sid went over. Watch that. It was... Uh, uh, the best match was the Cena Lesnar match. I'm out of touch. I have not watched any of Brock Lesnar as a wrestler. He went to the MMA for a while, but he's back as a wrestler. I, I know went that to the much. MMA? I, didn't know he was, <laughs> I didn't know he was back again. <laughs> Trying to simplify it. <laughs> I didn't know he went back again. Like yeah. I, I, he's he's a part timer. He's in and out. WWE so. is Coke. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Lesnar is an addict. Okay. <laughs> I need a fix. No, he just you need, figure it out. He just yeah. needs a paycheck. Well, well, he, he got a paycheck. Oh, said yeah. he, he's got a pretty sweet deal. So he said he works maybe 24 shows a year. Yeah. And they put the belt on him, which is a genius move because of the analysis of it is when you put the belt on Lesnar, he is a legitimate, seen as a legitimate guy. And when you do that, he's, he says, okay, I'm taking the belt. See you next pay-per-view, or maybe that kind of thing. So he's, what that does is they have to build guys that are seen as legitimate contenders for Lesnar. Then they bring Brock back for a show, and he squashes them like a bug. And then Brock goes away, and then went, well, rebuild, try and bring somebody else, somebody else back up. But who's... Given his size and his uh, quote-unquote brutality. He was 286 pounds last night, and he had abs. Well, so he's gotten in better shape than the last time I saw him. Yes, he has. <laughs> well, considering when he was fighting in the UFC, he had to cut weight down to 266 to make weight to fight in heavyweight in the UFC. Now, he can just work out and eat, and he doesn't have to worry about his weight. He is... A scary, scary human being. Yeah, he is intimidating. I, I, I give that, but I've, I've never been a big fan ever ever since um, he left the first time. Really? I was never a huge fan. Why did he leave? To make money. Mm-hmm. He wasn't getting paid what he thought he was worth. 
why would you stick around someplace that's that you think you're not getting paid enough? Now he's come back. He works 24 times and a he's year, getting paid more and than he's he getting did. dump trucks of money <laughs> backed up onto his front yard. I think he made a good I, strategic move. I, I, you know what? More power to him. Great, but as a fan, I just, it just, it doesn't work for me. It's not enough to make me want to watch again. Why not? Let's get Brock on the phone. <laughs> Sure, get him on the phone. I ain't afraid of him on the phone. <laughs> no, you'd be afraid of him with the phone. I, he probably wouldn't. He, he probably doesn't even own a phone. <laughs> he just shouts. <laughs> Brock hungry. <laughs> Brock smash. Is he, is he still with uh, yes. Marina? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, my favorite thing of him when he was doing um, was in when he was in the UFC. He was watching. Uh, they were doing a uh, one of their video blog things that they that they do where they track they they follow the fighters. And the guy that he was fighting cut a promo on Brock. Somebody goes, "Hey, this guy's talking shit about you." Brock goes, "Who? What?" <laughs> so they he get the guy gets the video and he plays it in Brock's gym, and. <laughs> Brock watches it, and he goes, I'm going to kill that fucker. <laughs> and he gets up. Brock there, angry. Brock angry. <laughs> There's a door, just like a, uh, like a salt, like, like a door. He walks by, and he goes, boom. He just kind of slaps it, knocked it off the hinges. That's <laughs> just like, wow, okay. He just, he, he just, boom. He just almost like nonchalantly slapped it. Oh, mad. Like boom. a bear. Just boom. Oh, yeah. It, it, the door goes, like, Brock angry. Brock angry. Brock, go for so, a walk. So, in other words, Marvel shouldn't ha- shouldn't need to do digital effects. They can just paint him green. Pretty much. <laughs> no doubt. Pretty much. He'll be the new thing. Oh. 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 Yeah, thing might be better. Hulk is just a little bit bigger yet. So Yeah. Well, they've already got a Hulk. They haven't got a thing yet. Yes, they yeah, do. they do. Well, they Remember? got the little human dude. <laughs> oh, I see. Yeah. So, you want to paint the... Paint paint the Brock it's like, yellow and put some black lines on him. Exactly. He'd still be bigger and better than Michael Chiklis. I bet you. <laughs> <laughs> I almost want to see that. <laughs> see, we're talking a whole, uh, holy frack, what was his real name? David Banner and Lou Ferrigno. Yeah. yeah. What the hell was his real name? Uh, Bill Bixby. Bill Bixby, there yeah. we go. Bill Bixby, Lou Ferrigno. We got whatever his name is and Brock Lesnar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what'd you see? Uh, let me see. Um, nothing. Nothing. This is a movie podcast, yeah. and you're not watching movies. Well, talk about not keeping up. Did you, did you watch anything? Sadly, no. This schooling has been kicking my ass. All this editing crap is killing me. So, uh, so okay, you did watch something. My trailer over and over and over again. Well, then I'm you did watch something. Sick of it. Well. Are you done? Share with the class. Just about. <laughs> <laughs> I have to finalize a 30-second teaser trailer. Ah. Yes. Are you almost done with schooling? Uh, definitely maybe. <laughs> I am finishing my fourth course, which I think is the end, but I got another bill in the mail with two more courses listed on it, so I'm waiting to see. Pottery? Pottery. And basket weaving. And no, storytelling good versus evil. Ah, yes. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no. Okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> uh, okay. We'll give everybody 
five seconds, go get yourself a drink and yeah. a pillow and a blanket. Some comfy. people might find this mildly entertaining and interesting. Oh, yeah. No, no. We got no problem there. It's just let them get settled. Yeah. You so, know? Okay. And like you said, if you're driving. Oh, no. Put, pull put, over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or put the cruise on and just keep go your, autopilot. Keep your eyes open. Yes. And uh, go. Okay. Batman, Assault on Arkham, latest DC feature. I mentioned it briefly when we did the uh, Guardians. Taking too long, go home. <laughs> it, it's quickly become one of my favorite of the DC animated. It's, it's a really you cool story. That about <laughs> every DC that no. you've seen from the last one. Okay, the only one I like better than that, better than this one, is the Dark Knight Returns animated. Because that's just the best Batman story ever. You, no, but, because you just said this one is. No, I said it's quickly be getting. Close you said to it's quickly it. becoming. Oh wait, closest. It's oh, not there. No, it's no, close. no. I said revisionist okay. history over next here. Next movie. <laughs> next movie. Oh, I, I, I watched Brick Mansions. Oh, you did. Yes. How bad that suck. Actually, it was pretty oh. cool. I enjoyed it a lot. It was better than I expected. Okay. It could definitely be a prequel to RoboCop <laughs> because it's it's set in Detroit and it's. You know, like you a know whole it's neighborhood. Tr- it's like Robo. It's like a prequel to RoboCop mixed yeah. with Escape from New York because there's one neighborhood that's well, like dude, walled in. Is it New York or is it Detroit? No, it's Detroit. But it's like then it can't be Escape from New York. Do you know what that it's is? It's a walled in neighborhood in Detroit. That makes it Cleveland. That's right. Halfway Detroit. Oh, it's oh. so not halfway. <laughs> <laughs> Canadian. I don't know nothing about American geography. What do you want? California. California. <laughs> Happened to be flipping through the channels one night and New caught Jersey, <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop two. Oh, <laughs> I need to rewatch the the first two. Oh, I, I I I caught this one most of it, but I missed like the first I think twenty minutes or so. So mm-hmm. I want to watch the first one and the second one. I I'm just going to ignore three and. But why? There's so many unanswered questions for one and two. Yeah, <laughs> but then that'll remind me that four is coming and yes. uh, yeah, pass. Because there's so many unanswered <laughs> questions from three. <laughs> I have to say, I actually stole that line from Bobcat Goldthwait. Well, okay. He was doing his live stand-up and goes, we're getting ready to film Police Academy 4. Because there's so many unanswered questions from Police Academy 3. <laughs> I mean, it's a legitimate line you can ask for just about every sequel. Oh, yes. Yeah. So... Yeah, any every any, any sequel that doesn't have a logical starting point, like and you know Star Wars, it can continue on. Or that's not know. a sequel; that's a trilogy. Wow! But Dude, you know what I mean. You know what I'm trying to say. The story even. continues, but a lot of these sequels, the story doesn't need to continue. The balls on this guy, <laughs> <sighs> mahogany. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow! <they're laughs> um. Just I, I just take it down one notch again. Um, my father-in-law passed away last week, and um, so to brighten my wife's spirits, we watched one of her favorites, Hairspray, the oh, yeah. the, the most recent one with um, John Travolta. John Travolta as the mother, Nikki Blonsky. Yeah, it it always puts a smile on my face. They just what they do with that one. I have to admit, and I kind of like that Travolta one. and Walken. They they oh, steal wow. the show. Yeah, <laughs> Travolta doing exactly what he likes to do best: cross dress. <laughs> yeah, Scientology people. I, I finally watched the one Tarantino flick that I have never seen: Jackie Brown. Huh? Really? And it's not very high on my list of Tarantino flicks. I just it felt so much different from all his other movies that oh, it just didn't hold me as well as yeah, that's a good thing. Other 
because he said it's doing the same film. thing. Yeah, yeah, I know, but dumb. his why films, you, a lot of his films have a certain vibe to them that really holds me, and this one I just didn't feel it. Huh? And, they were it and I really found yeah. it weird. Like I really found De Niro's character weird. It just to me, it didn't seem like it was De Niro. Like I don't know. He's, it, well, it was him, but it just it wasn't a, a role like anything else I've ever seen from De Niro. And it, I don't know. It just Do you know what that's again, called? Didn't, didn't work for me. Do you know what that's called? Range. Yeah, but it didn't work for me. Well, you better call him up. You know, Bob, that role <laughs> yeah. sucked. Don't yeah, ever do that Because I'm again. on first name basis with him, yeah. Well, you just said it. You just yeah. seemed awfully critical about a guy that uh, whose career arc depends oh, on Jason uh, Bashard's uh, Yeah, it opinion, depends so. on me. Yep, yep, you're right. All of Hollywood falls on my shoulders. Absolutely. Wow, what a narcissist. Holy crap. You know, I'm going to isolate that as a soundbite. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Is that your new ringtone? Yep. <laughs> um, I rewatched Tropic Thunder. <laughs> and I laughed more than I did the first time I ever saw it. That, it's another one of those ones that has it's, it grew on me. And especially... Tom Cruise in that movie. <laughs> like, holy cow. Is he just so out there yeah. for Tom Cruise? <laughs> that's normal Cruise. No. Yeah, you know, you've that's never. That's Coach Jumping Cruise. He, see, yeah. that, 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 yes. that, that episode of The Nerdist that you like to keep going back to, say, look how normal Tom Cruise is. That's the whitewash, and you've been brainwashed by Scientology. Mm <laughs> hmm. <laughs> Aha! But that whole movie, the whole movie Tropic Thunder is just ridiculously fun. If there's any Scientologists re-unbrainwashing people out there, please contact moviemadhouse at gmail.com. We need to get Jason worked over. (laughs) Quickly. (laughs) I do have the rubber hoses we can use on them. I don't have to bring yours. Dead air, man. Let's go. <laughs> Next on the list. Uh, okay, I already mentioned Robin Williams. Uh, Time Bandits. Oh, man. Because we a... mentioned it We mentioned it not long ago, and it put it in my head. I had to rewatch that. That is such God. a twisted flick. It, it is. It's Terry Gilliam, and I, that's where Fisher King, you know, that's Gilliam as well. So it's bizarre type of flick, and I don't think I was quite ready for just how bizarre when it came to Fisher King. No. Time Bandits has always been one of my one of yeah. my favorites right from childhood. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, while I watched it on Laserdisc. Um, Yeah. Talk about format wars. Yeah. (laughs) Time Bandits is just phenomenal. You know, if you want to see a really weird, you you call it sci-fi? It's it's timey-wimey, yes, but is it sci-fi or is it more fantasy? Sci-fi fantasy. It's it's definitely one to see, though. It's dated, though. It's very dated. Doesn't stand up on that respect, but it's still a very, very fun, weird flick. Yeah, I said if you're if you're if you're looking for some real surreal stuff, yeah, that's the way to go. That naked lunch. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Well, that's Lynch, and he's just oh, he's on he's on the best drugs. Oh yeah, (laughs) absolutely. I watched this one called Zero Charisma. Um, I heard about it. I wrestle back. with a bunch of guys like that. <laughs> <laughs> I work with someone like that. <laughs> this movie. <laughs> That's actually three seconds worth of, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go an episode.
episode without me banging my head on the mic. <laughs> uh, zero Charisma. I heard this movie um, over a year ago when it was getting first limited release because it was produced by Chris Hardwick of Nerdist. He was connected with it. Oh, your other He's boyfriend. not in it, though. But so. he, he just helped get it out there. It has, like, no name stars in it. Um, it's about a gamer, uh, a, a game master. He's, like, 30-something probably lives lives with his grandma and his entire life is the game he's run, he's runs he's been running it for 3 years consecutively and his it's the the players that he's with and how his the, his reality blurs it's it's considered a comedy but it's to me it was it, there's no belly laughs it's it's very low key and dark and because because I'm a gamer I really I, I, you identified I, I could Absolutely. It's not necessarily with him specifically, but with the other members of his group and how I could see easily how somebody could take it if they don't have anything else, if that is all everything, how Sitting there listening to someone drone on and on. That's got to be horrible. I know. If you're a gamer at all, I recommend checking out Zero Charisma. Okay. If you've played role-playing games at all, you should check it out because you may find it a bit almost enlightening. You know, things Almost. to watch out for. Yeah, because, you know, somebody could just go off Is it a cautionary tale? No, not quite, but it looks like it could. It, it, I really thought it was going to take that really, really dark turn, and it didn't, but it could have. So it left you wanting. <laughs> a little bit, actually. Uh, so it sounds like a terrible movie. No, so not really. Well, you just, you just highlighted all the negatives about it. I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't. So it was a terrible movie. I'm not, I'm not going to herald it as the greatest thing ever put on film. No, because that was the, the latest Batman con, uh, cartoon that you just watched. Oh, no. That's not right either. No, we changed that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I already mentioned Tombstone. Not quite what I expected, but I, it was very enjoyable. Definitely and, not a follow-up to The Magnificent Seven. Well, no, or I, related in any way. I, 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 for some reason, I thought they were. but I The closest they so. have to your relationship... Is their westerns. Is westerns. Okay. Right. And guns. And guns. Okay. And horses. And, oh, they have horses. Dust. Da, that's got to be why you thought they were connected. Saloons. One thing that got me into... Tuberculosis. Cowboys. Billy Cowboys. Bob Thornton was in that movie. Oh, yeah, he's in both of them. Well, he was. I, I, I again, I don't I'm, know about no, seven. No, in no. he's in Tombstone, <laughs> and he's not in the magnificent. I could, I could recognize his voice, but when I saw him, it did not look like Billy Bob Thornton at all. Kurt Russell is. He just in looked. He looked uh, heavier and whatnot, but he just not just looking heavier, chunkier, if you will. He did not look like Billy Bob Thornton, but yet his voice was there. He's got a very distinctive voice. Mm-hmm. That kind of freaked me out a little bit. So an actor has to look like himself? You, you can usually see the actor in their character. So you can usually see them in there. Nathan Fillion voiced that one creature. We have not confirmed which creature it was, so I have oh, no, okay, confirmed. I gotta rewatch it to know. It's but I have confirmed. to rewatch to know. It's confirmed. Nathan Fillion voiced one of the people that were in the the penal colony. Will you agree with me on that? They say he did, yes. And he's in the credits, so yes, I'm sure he did. But I didn't catch it. I need to rewatch it. See, if Jason didn't see it, it never happened to anybody. But so that that creeped you out because you couldn't see. You heard Fillion's voice, but you didn't see. (laughs) Where the hell is Nathan? Nathan? (laughs) Did you eat him? (sighs) Okay. uh, By your own word. (laughs) 
Billy the the, oh, the, the Billy Bob the, Thornton. The rule, holy shit! I'm not the, saying Nathan Fillion did. The Billy Bob Thornton oh rule doesn't apply to Nathan God. Fillion. Cartoons right? must freak him right oh out. Oh God! <laughs> Somebody ring the bell. I need a towel. I throw it in. No, no, no. We're just we're just trying to establish. The rules. The rules don't apply uh, to every single situation. The rules don't apply to Jason. What is this now? How to train your drink? I hear Gerard Butler. (laughs) I see some fat man with a beard. You can't animated movies don't count. What do you mean they don't count? They don't count because the the characters don't ever don't hardly ever look like the actors. Really, really, they can in some cases, but for the most part, no, they don't. But you just said it doesn't matter. You hear the voice and you can't see the person. It Animated movies don't count. I guess he's prepared himself for that. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, let's call it that. <laughs> when you go into an animated movie, I don't expect to see, uh, you know, I, I don't expect to see, you know, Robin Williams. The I genie wouldn't expect to see him either. The genie did not look like Robin Williams. Yes, it did. Oh, yeah. I, to me, he didn't. Not quite. Oh, God damn it, Disney. Get your shit together. <laughs> no, they didn't have to. They he didn't like have to. Smurf Robin Williams. Blue. Blue. Yeah. Or, okay, now. Moving on, since you want me to get over this list, uh, quickly oh, no, brush no, no. over. I watched the first. Too much fun with this. I've watched the first Fast and Furious movie rewatch because I, I feel like I want to go through that whole series. So Why? I rewatched that first one because I enjoy them. Call Why? it a guilty pleasure. I don't care. I enjoy those movies. And the last, the last thing I watched, and I gotta say, I recommend it highly, especially to you two, because I think you can appreciate it. Good honest watch. The first DC. It's called movie. It's called Life Itself. It is the documentary autobiography of Roger Ebert. Uh, He's a much more interesting fellow than oh, I ever knew. I did watch one other thing. What's that? Uh, Turtle Power: The Definitive Story of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <sighs> I was almost out of Michael Bay in there. <laughs> was that a, <laughs> a making-of type thing? Or? I don't know. It go, it, well, yeah. Or a history of. It, it's a history of. It goes right back to when Eastman and Laird found each okay. other. That would be cool. It was, it was fascinating because... I love stuff like that. It, they, said, they, they found each other through... Uh, it was like a, a fan, fan-owned comic book, like a black and white. Mm-hmm. And it had like artists looking for a writer, that kind of thing. And Gobbledygook. They, yeah, and they, they they found each other and they started talking and they just they got together and they started brainstorming stuff like that, and then I think it was uh, Eastman one day drew a turtle, and he goes, hey, "Look at this!" And, some, and Laird goes, "Wait a minute, <laughs> <laughs> that's not so crazy." That's not so, they started to flesh it out, and they what started uh, as a silly little joke sketch turned oh, yeah. into yeah, turned in. I used to have that book, Gobbledygook Number One, that had the turtles in it. Oh, that's gorgeous. That the really the, yeah the, the very first uh, issue of uh, TMNT uh, they only made three thousand copies they had to borrow money I think it was from somebody's uncle they produced it I think that was produced for like eighteen hundred dollars they made three thousand copies sold out like that off it. of that their second their second uh, copy they made fifteen thousand copies. And they ended up uh, turning that into a four thousand dollar profit, and that kept hmm. that kept rolling. I believe it. Yeah. So it was just a, a little tiny throwaway thing. All of a sudden, boom, off like a rocket. Mm-hmm. Same thing happened with a tick. The first yeah. issue of that comic book, there was maybe, like I said, about three, maybe four thousand issues. Yep. And well, just, yeah, they talked about uh, Cerebus as well. 
Oh, Serapis. Dave yeah. Sims. Yep. So he was part of uh, Mirage as well. It was funny because they were talking about the uh, trying to think of a name for the, their company. And they had a bunch of stuff written down. And they went, Mirage Studios. And they went, this is perfect. And it fit, too, because they were doing this out of the house that they were living in. So it was a mirage of a studio. Mm-hmm. That's where that came from. So, yeah, that, that was a fascinating documentary looking to look how how quickly that developed and how it took one or two people to actually think this might actually work to green light the, everything. It's like they were running into walls when they were trying to get everything going. One person goes, that might work. And it just whoosh, took off. Like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. I love stuff like that. Yeah, when, when you can see the process of lightning getting caught in the bottle. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, that's wow. exactly it. So I call that the, the golden age of comics. I know it's not the classic golden age, but that's when people were really well using their own brain power. Yeah. And, you, you, got, know. you got TMNT, Cerebus, Tick, uh, a lot of the... Uh, owner Grendel, Grendel, yeah. creator-owned books are starting to come out. Um, mm-hmm. You get that? To, that's kind of in the same era. Smith. There's such a uh, what Sin looking? City came out of that era yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, you have a little explosion of entrepreneurship, creativeness. I yep. guess something like that in that little bubble, and it just everything blew up out of that. So it's it, it's a fascinating piece that the crow kind of came in. Yes, that's true too. Around that area, James well. O'Barr. Yeah, ah, I missed that book. That was a really good that was book. A really good book. Okay. I've read a few. Yeah. Yep. We made a reference before talking about twelve percent from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> I just checked out that that is a reference to the uh, Marvel Universe. Oh, okay, that's exactly how much percent Tony Stark tells Pepper Potts to take of the. The, the credit. Oh, yes. It's right. About yeah. 12% of the credit. Yep. So um, there, I was having 12% of a good time. <laughs> <laughs> so there, there's got to be an inside, the inside joke to that. If, it, yeah. it's being, if it's being written into that universe, that kind of like, it, that's uh, some sort oh, of you insight. know it is. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't realize, but Karen, Karen Gillian, who yeah. played Nebula, she actually shaved her head for that role. Mm-hmm. Well, there's some dedication. No kidding. When they revealed her at Comic Con, was it last year that they did that big reveal? That's where she came out with the with a shaven head. Mm-hmm. And this was like six months after Doctor Who had gone off, so yeah, no one had ever seen her like that. Yeah. What else you got on your list? That there, Chief? life itself was the last one. Oh, okay. And I get, I, and it, it was pretty interesting. I, he was not at all what I expected. To hear of it, what, how his life and his how he thought and what the true the true relationship between him and Cisco was. And well, he was tied with uh, Roger Corman as well, was he not? Um, no, not Corman. Um, Kaufman, Lloyd Kaufman. No, I cannot think of the name now. Anyways, uh, you I think can, of that. I can't remember the name now. All right, All right there was somebody because he he wrote um, Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Yep, with this. With this guy, yep. and I can't remember who that was. I can't, I can't recall either. All right, let's get on with the news. Yes. Oh, one little tidbit that I did see. Um, I don't know 
the veracity of it, but uh, the Doctor Strange movie mm-hmm. will not be an origin story. Oh, sweet. Really? So we're jumping right into... Wow. Yeah, so this is something I pulled off of Reddit. So I, I, like, I don't know... Like I, it, it caught my attention because we've been talking about the Doctor Strange movies and stuff like that, and they're saying it's not going to be a origin story. And I'm all right. I don't good. know. Do they Get even right need one it. though? He's he's a wizard, if you will. Yeah, he, they don't really need an origin story. No. He's he's been magical. Well, know? it's just like um, uh, the Constantine movie with uh, Reeves, Keanu yeah. Reeves. You never really got an origin. You just got you got jumped into the story, and uh, way you, you figured out the origin throughout the story i'm i'm fine with that i'm i'm more than fine with that oh yeah need another origin story now no if you're really interested in it you'll figure it out exactly yeah and like i said he's dr strange is not going to be a character the mainstream is really gonna dig but the hardcores will Mm -hmm. get it well and even his origin in a comic book i don't think his origin could hold a movie no because it, it's it's small, you know. Like, All right. Yeah. So it's good that they're doing it that yeah. way. Just give me Dormammu or Mephisto. Huh? Mephisto. Mephisto. Nah, he's no, more he's Dormammu. More he's yeah. Mephisto is a Ghost Rider. Yeah. Yeah. Dormammu and Baron Mordo. Yeah. Or as Deadpool says in the Lego Marvel superheroes, Dormammu. I just played a level for Doctor Strange. So. Well, uh, Sony is planning on making a female-led Spider-Man spinoff. Really? What? Yes. Hmm. Female-led Spider-Man. Yep. Uh, would struggle to find room on its slate for a female-led superhero. Remember, we were talking about that before, how the female superheroes were going to hit. Yep. Well, Sony has announced that it'll be releasing uh, such a project in 2017. Hmm. That's an ambitious schedule. So right now, everyone's thinking Black Cat because she made a cameo is kind of thing in Amazing Spider-Man 2. But they're also wondering if Spider-Girl or Silver Sable might not be something that pops up. Silver Sable would be quite the pull. Oh, I think so. That, that That's pretty deep in Spidey's uh I know the name. History. I know nothing about her. She's I've heard the name, a, an adventurer. She owns a corporation of spies and all this other jazz. More of a merc. Yeah, okay. she's, she's hired Spidey a couple times. They've they've crossed paths on both sides of the, uh, the fence. Mm-hmm. And this one you're going to like. Taylor Kitsch is a man in demand, and they want to use him in the remake of The Raid. Really? Yeah, apparently they learned nothing from Old Boy. <laughs> and uh, they're going to try and remake another. <laughs> well, I'm not high on the idea of a, a remake for The Raid, but I do like Taylor Kitsch. She does action pretty well, so. The, um. I. I don't want to see the raid remade. Uh, just deal with the subtitle, people. <laughs> yeah. It's just yeah. like, screw the remake. Just give us number three. Ooh. Don't make well, us wait five years. It's not American. That's, that's why it's... That's so we're going to remake it. That way, the American can franchise it. Yeah. Right now. Am I reading that top no thing correctly? No <laughs> but it's dependent on... On his involvement in True Detective. So he's going to be in the next season of True Detective. Let's see. It says dependent on his role. So who knows? Because last I heard about True Detective, uh, second season, they're possibly going to go with female lead this time. So 
Yeah. Okay. Taylor's in. I know. <laughs> After it's I not need Taylor to Swift. <laughs> oh, Taylor Swift. Wow. After a couple years ago, Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Ugh. I loved it. I didn't. It was silly fun, but exactly. again, but the vampires could go in the sun, and that's where they lose me. See, now Man. we're getting ready for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. That was a novelization first. Yes. So was Abe Lincoln. Yeah. That was the second book by the same author. Yeah. Seth something. McFarlane. Yes. There we go. <laughs> Seth Graham Smith. There we go. Did you see the... Uh, uh, I know they're not in canon, and you are pissy about Star Wars. But the uh, the Shakespearean uh, oh, spin on the Star Wars trilogy. I've seen though the Empire Striketh Back. Yeah, yes. They have they have the first or is it four, five, and six? They did those ones. Yeah. So, well, Pride, Prejudice, and the Zombie starts filming in September. So we're going to see that out soon. Cool. Now back to Spidey. There is another Venom, Venom spinoff. It's going to be entitled Venom Carnage. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, yes. It's, uh, Doc Ock is thought to be the leader of the Sinister Six, but this one, with the name that it has, implies that Cletus Cassidy is going to be in there. That's oh, Carnage. That's Carnage. Yes. <laughs> Bring, come on. Hurry up. Bring it. No now. plot details right have been officially confirmed. New information has also emerged regarding Drew Goddard's Sinister Six. Uh, positions Doc Ock as the leader of the newly assembled team. We're still waiting on confirmation of which five villains will be leading. Um, so far, they're thinking Vulture, Mysterio, Electro, Sandman, Craven, and Doc Ock. I would have thought Rhino was in there because he was at the end seven. of two. Vulture, Mysterio, Electro, Sandman, Craven, Doc Ock. That's six. Oh, no. <laughs> he only had one up on that hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, slated to open November 11th, 2016, and Venom Carnage uh, reveals it could take its bow in 2017. And now, a word from our sponsors. Before 1971, a young S. Sadie Burbank could only imagine a simple American life as a loving wife and mother. That was her goal when she first married in 1959 at the age of 18. But with the wild social revolution of the 1960s, Burbank's idea of a perfect life would quickly change as she left behind her family to begin a new existence of her own. Her journey would find her on a plane headed toward her new lover, Steve, who was halfway across the world, waiting her arrival in a small bush camp in the country of Liberia. Once there, Sadie is greeted with a fascinating, strange world and plunges herself into the exotic land of the bush. But less than six months later, Sadie would realize all was not as it seemed, and Steve was not the man she fell in love with. Burbank found herself desperately seeking escape from the camp and her lover as she raced back to Robertsfield Airport, literally running for her life. Based on an unbelievably true story by S. Sadie Burbank, Red Hills, Green Vines, and Dried Monkey Meat for Dinner is a manuscript of Burbank's adventurous and deadly experience during a time filled with sex, drugs, and murder. Now available in paperback and hardback. For more information, log into www.redhills.us.
Are you looking for a new book, comic, or apparel from your favorite MythWorks or independent creators? Then you're in the right place. Introducing the all-new redesigned MythMart store. Now bigger, badder, better. Sign up and become a member and receive 10 to 50% off on selected items. Get the all-new Terry D. Shearer's Bloody Hell t-shirt, or non-members can pick up one of our e-books for only $4.95. Or go into the past and relive the 90s with MythWorks Comics Classics for $3.99. The new MythMart. Bigger, badder, better. Visit MythMart at www.mythworks.com slash MythMart. Or find us on Facebook for extra savings. Do you own a business or have an item you want to sling? Do you want a chance to reach potential customers? Do you want to make some extra cash? Then here's your chance. For $50, you can have a one to two minute commercial featured on each of our shows for an entire month. With six shows a week, that's only $2.09 per podcast. Plus, for an extra 10 bucks, your item will be placed into MythMart. So sit back and relax as they handle all stages of transactions. Contact our ad department at info at jazamon.com. I'm excited. There's going to be just so many comic book movies dropping. Yeah. Well, they're talking DC, their, their ambitious schedule. They want to do something something to the tune of uh, 15 movies in the next five years. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. It's it's a ambitious to say that because they want to do um, Justice League trilogy. Okay. And everybody's getting a spinoff. Okay. So they're trying to, trying to steal what Marvel's doing with the Avengers and that. That kind of thing. I have not been able to find it. Have you been able to find any link to the uh, Batman v Superman footage from Comic Con? No. Because damn it, I keep hearing about it, and I want to see it. Because uh, it's like they should have gone. It sounds like they, it just sounds like they took a page right out of Dark Knight Returns. Should have gone with Batfleck in the power armor, bat, bat suit. Should have gone. Superman floating above in the middle of the bat symbol with red glowing eyes. Should have oh. gone. Yep. Should have won. I should have. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where's Next our? Year. You need to get us our press we passes. Do. Yeah. You're the one um, who keeps saying you can get press passes. See, I have equipment in front of me. Oh, oh. no. I has have. equipment. You in front of keep me. saying you can get I us keep, press passes. No, I did not say. I said we should. There's a vast difference. <laughs> yes. You have you, you nothing in front of you. You, get us you now do you like doing shit control. on your phone? You can <laughs> do going. You are now our press. Uh, no press representative. No. Nope. Yep. Nope. Jason has a job. Yep. I ref- nope. Bum, I, I, bum. I nominate Jason as I press. I do too. <laughs> Motion. Oh, damn it. Carried. Carried. <laughs> hey, you have hey, a uh, title. But, but I'm right, uh, writer, director of the films. Like this. Uh, That's got nothing to do with this show right now. Not a damn thing. <sighs> I don't I don't even know the first thing to do about being a, a press Who here doesn't care about his job? Yeah, yep. there you go. You're still nominated. <laughs> 
Well, I'll the, get Russo, right on that. <laughs> the Russo brothers are talking about Captain America three. Who's uh-huh. the Russo brothers? They're the ones that wrote and direct Captain America two. Okay, Mr. and cool. Mrs. Russo's sons. That's what I would say. Sure, Dick. Okay, I didn't. I, I've never heard those names before. Who's the Russo brothers? <sighs> Jason Bayshard. I've never heard those names before. I bet you they never heard your name. Have you heard those names before? Yeah, I know. So they did the Captain America. You're lying because he just said it. Nope. (laughs) No. I watched the credits. Uh, The overarching themes of politics and power introduced in the second film are going to continue because Cap is a political character. He is. That that makes sense for that Captain America character to be a a Bourne-esque character. Like the, The one story I loved when I was reading Cap was when he quit. Yes. Remember the government yeah. said, you're our soldier. You're going to do what we want. He said, no, I'm a soldier for the people of the of this country. country. And he quit. Yep. So I'm anxious to see if that's going to come My around. My version is Cap goes, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> that's probably more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, comics, they got to tone it down. Yeah, the comic code. Ah, well, that doesn't exist anymore. Or they don't worry about it. Filming is to begin on The Legend of Conan. Nice. Arnold Schwarzenegger still in place to star. Boo. The hell? He's like nine hundred years old. Uh, I here, I thought it was going to be like the autobiographic story of Conan O'Brien. Oh, comedy attempt. <laughs> Maybe that's it. That's what that final was. touches are being applied to the latest draft of the scripts with the film set. Or sorry, the film still yet to receive the official <laughs> green light. We'll probably have this turned in around September. Schwarzenegger has repeatedly stated he is keen to return. While he has. Of course, I need to work. <laughs> uh, turn to the franchise that made his name. While Mainberg has said that both he and the star. No. Uh, Pumping Iron made his name. Yes. That was his first film. Yes. yes. And that's where they saw him, and that's where they put him in Conan. That's right. No. Yes. Hercules. Shh. That happened. Call me Jason. I'm just rewriting history. <laughs> Hercules goes to New York. Yeah. That's right. Starring Arnold Stang because they couldn't spell Schwarzenegger. And they had to voice over him because his accent was way too confusing. Nope. Yep. <laughs> See, I pretend that doesn't exist. <laughs> Very desperately try to pretend that didn't exist. Well, it did. Ah, uh, crap. And I X'd out just a second here. What'd you do? I hit X. And Don't do that. That closes gone. those screens down. I oh, know. okay. While well, you're trying to pull it back, uh, congratulations to Christina with a C. Oh, yes. I meant to say that. Yes. Congratulations on your your recent nuptials. Yes. Her and Brad tied the knot. I'm sure it was awesome because, you know, we weren't invited. Wow. I don't think anybody was. Don't care. We weren't. <laughs> <laughs> so we weren't invited to the honeymoon either. So, <laughs> Well, that's a good thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> No, that doesn't go there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we need to really check ourselves here because Sebastian is a much better shot than Christina. Are you serious? Serious. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I I apologize unreservedly. (laughs) Son of a gun. Yeah, so she's she's mirroring up into the lethality uh, club. Uh, well, topic change. <laughs> Batman and Superman, they moved. Yes, they yes. blinked. Like you said, yeah, they totally blinked. blinked. They are now moving to March. Which is nice, at least it's a couple months earlier. Eh. Uh, let me see here. A forthcoming sequel is now set to land March 25th. The film had initially been expected to open on May 6th, which would have put it direct competition with Captain America 3. 
However, the new date is currently unopposed, giving Batman versus Superman the best possible chance of cleaning up at the box office. It's currently unopposed. There's probably movies that are set to release, but wow. that, it's not no. not competition. Yeah, that, yeah, that's yeah, way, to, way to slap whatever other movies that are coming, you know. <laughs> Michael yeah. Bay's going, hey! <laughs> <laughs> and Eddie Redmayne. I, I know that name, but I don't know from where. He is starring in a the- The Theory of Everything about Stephen Hawking. Oh, I- yeah. I, I caught a little bit of the trailer. I haven't seen the full trailer, but just the fact that we're going to get the story of Stephen Hawking, I want to see it. Yeah. This is the global trailer. Now, is this the the public face Stephen Hawking? Morning, Stephen, are you aware that you voluntarily marked upon a PhD in physics? Hello. Hello. Science. Arts. I'm a cosmologist. What's that? I study the marriage of space and time. The perfect couple. One never knows from where the next great leap forward is going to come, or from whom. What if I reverse time to see what happened at the beginning of time itself? Wind back the clock. Wind back the clock. Keep going. I don't know how. Yet. It's called motor neuron disease. Life expectancy is two years. I want us to be together for as long as we've got. Beat the hell out of that prediction. Yeah. You don't realize what lies ahead. This is going to be a very heavy defeat. But I love him, and he loves me. We're going to fight this illness together. Good luck. Why? I'm okay. So, this black hole at the beginning of time. Brilliant. Brilliant, Stephen. Well done, Doc. He has pneumonia. The only way he will survive would be to give him a tracheotomy. He will never speak again. Yes, he will. My name is Stephen Hawking. It's American. Is that a problem? It has been a great joy to watch this man defy every expectation, both scientific and personal. There should be no boundary to human endeavor. However bad life may seem, while there is life, there is hope. Thank you. Sorry, did you say something? I said thank you. That looks really good. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, I want to see that movie. Yeah, that does look good. Yeah. I said it, uh, uh, Biopic of Stephen Hawking? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize there was a two-year life expectancy with that disease. Well, yeah. Well, he said medical science has advanced greatly. Yeah. So that, Stephen Hawking's private life, the stuff that's come out of that is just like, whoa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, he is. Easily regarded as the smartest man on the planet. So, oh, you don't know about some of the private stuff then? No. <laughs> he 
Stephen Hawking is a pervert. Really? He'll go to uh, he'll go to sex clubs. He has a, a, an entourage that has to go with him, like of nurses and aides right. and stuff like this. He'll go to these clubs and he'll get strippers, and he will pay for them to crawl all over him naked. And the nurses have to be there to make sure he does not die. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Wow. So no, all I the only thing I know and this would probably not be true is that he plays words with friends. Because okay, here, here's well, he did play with Sheldon, right? Right. That's got to be true. Exactly. I have yet to find a geek or nerd that isn't a sexual pervert. So true. Um, they said it best in the classic Revenge of the Nerds. All jocks think about is sports, and all nerds think about is sex. So, yep. facts are facts. Yep, you can't argue with facts. Eli Ross, Green Inferno, has been postponed. Which Remember that one? cannibalism movie? That, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Which I heard him on on the Nerdist podcast, ha, and he ha. talked about the making, like how they filmed it. Yeah, they really did go into like the Amazon and found a village that had like no connection to like society and whatnot. So they and, destroyed uh, ancient culture. No. Like well, they had very limited connection with civilization. You just said that they found a, a culture that didn't have any contact, so they, they had very, 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 very minimal. And while they're filming, so these people were all over it. They they were they were loving it. They weren't cannibals, but they, 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 they were playing cannibals. the part. They were playing the part. And what's funny is while they're filming, a missionary crew, a church missionary crew, come in to try and turn the village over to Christianity. <laughs> Yay. And they ate them. <laughs> and, and so they're trying to come in and they see these, they, they see like what looks to be like cannibalism going on. Cause there's like body parts hanging all over from the set and all this. So <laughs> they, they had to be the, the village people had to tell the village the, people, the, Why the people of the village had to tell the religious people go away. Be, even though he was, he was there first, but they had to tell them go away. You can't be here. And they tried to like, sit out on their boats and try and ruin the movie and whatnot and those village people are nasty especially the uh, construction workers I know you don't have a hit in a million years and suddenly you're ruining movies I'm kidding and one of the uh, one of the actors I think or his assistant said, you should have said instead of the village people the villagers the villagers <laughs> yeah well I didn't the choose people that okay. live in the village well, I, I got to do a YMCA uh, yeah I, I appreciate that somebody in the cast or crew and an appreciation from the villagers, they tried to give her a present to bring home, a small child. <laughs> Here, take my boy. They tried to send a small child. Well, it, 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 it could have been a skull. No. There's one in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just got to open it up a little bit. It's I'm, a present. It's a skeleton. <laughs> open it when you get home. Well, I don't... <laughs> <laughs> Universal snaps up the rights to Anne Rice's Vampire Chronicles. Meh. Oh, we're going to try this again, are we? Yes. Meh. Universal seems hell-bent on reigniting the, its reputation as Hollywood's premier studio for monster movies. Uh, most famously adapted to interview the vampire, the entire blood-sucking series will now be at Universal's disposal with all 14 books. There's 14 in that wow. series? I couldn't get through the first one. It's like Xanth almost. You what? <laughs> Interview with a vampire? <laughs> Boring as hell. 
I disliked the movie severely, and the the, I tried did reading you get the book. In this house? I tried reading the book, and I couldn't get through it. It was boring as hell. Oh, I think did I'm I mention sick. just under Star Wars? It's the Van Anne Rice Chronicles of the Vampires. Didn't realize there's 14 freaking novels. I'm with, I'm with you on the love for Star Wars, but I can't follow Anne Rice. I'm sorry. I just can't do it. Not a fan. Anybody want to try out? Yep. We better change topics. Josh Brolin hints at three more appearances of that. I can't believe you don't. <laughs> Moving on, huh? Uh-huh. Let uh, it go. Let it go. After his appearance in Guardians of the Galaxy, fans are already asking the question as to when are we going to see Josh Brolin's Thanos on the big screen again? And while nobody from Marvel has confirmed an official answer, it seems Brolin himself is well aware of when he will next be appearing. Well, I would think so. His quote says, I know what one appearance is going to be for sure. There's one or two that I don't know. Two of those appearances will likely come in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and the Avengers 3. And by going from that, I'm going to stand by what we had in our discussion in the last episode, that we're not going to get the Infinity stuff in Avengers 3. It will be a standalone flick. The crossover of Guardians and Avengers will happen in a standalone flick. Definitely, maybe. I'm I, See, they won't even call it that. that. That'll be the Infinity Gauntlet. Straight up. And it's yeah, going right. to be just a gigantic poster. Yep. And I just want to see Thanos one time actually display his power. Like, as as without the Infinity Glove, the gauntlet, the Thanos is badass already. Now, he needs to do something to make people go, whoa. Like, uh, like in like a really shocker bonus yeah. at the end of Guardians 2 or something. Like he just burns boom planet or something. <laughs> Yeah, that would be cool. Okay, this is uh, a clip from the Winter Soldier DVD. Apparently, that comes out soon, doesn't it? Yeah. Such a strong character, and it's such a such a powerful moral center and conviction to him. It's like the way you test a character like that is just by trying to tear him down as hard as you can. We want to see that physically in this movie. The thing that makes Cap the most interesting is when you take him to the twelfth round, and he's beat up, and he's bloody, and he's stumbling. And does he stay on his feet? And that's when you feel the real victory in him. Cap doesn't fly. He doesn't shoot lightning bolts. He punches and kicks. It's, it's very meat and potatoes. And so with that type of combat, to make it cool, I think you have the liberty to kind of get a rougher feel. There's the knife drop. That's the fight scene with where I want to count how many times the knife changes hands. Yeah. Hmm. The, uh, I, I, I like the fact that they made uh, Cap's fighting style modernized because he's not just standing there throwing haymakers at guys. Now yep. he's he's mixing in MMA stuff and the MMA stuff. You had to to make it the more MMA. Yeah, you right. had to make had to to make it a little bit more quote unquote believable yeah. in this day and age. Just to have someone said in the fact that he's the ultimate tactician, so he's going to evolve his fighting styles to the the modern style. A more modern style. Yeah. This looks interesting. Uh, Annalee Tipton and Miles Teller star in a movie called Two Night Stand. Basically what it is, it's a couple of people. They uh, spend the night together. Okay, They don't exactly rock each other's world. Uh, the duo chalk it up to experience, decide to move on, except the snowstorm hits and they're stuck together. Ah, so oh. they decide to critique each other's performance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goody. Yes. <laughs> More flashbacks. 
Let's see what this has to say. Rated R. Tell her, Doctor. Okay. Cedric and I sort of, um, maybe help me out, please. Yeah, basically, we were just thinking, what if you moved out? You know, like, what would that be like? What is happening to me? Last year, I was engaged, and now I am at home all day in my underwear, and I'm nobody's nothing. I am going backwards. I am Benjamin Buttoning. Maybe it's time Who cares? I'm ready for you to be ready. Get on that dating site, pick a cute guy, no drinks, no dinner, just a hookup. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Morning, Megan. Morning, Alex. Actually, it's Alec. <laughs> hey, so do you want to grab breakfast or do you normally just take off? Normally? Do you expect me to believe this is your first one night stand? Yes. Come on. I think I'm going to take off. It was lovely having sex with you. Oh, I wish I could say the same. Uh. Snow. Hope you aren't planning on going anywhere anytime soon because it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> the storm is showing no signs of slowing down. I cannot stay here. This is the worst. Wow, how the time flies. Just make the best of it. Boom! Home run, twins! I bet you 150 bucks you're gonna die alone. Well, my future smoking hot widow will gladly accept your money. <laughs> We're trapped, and as soon as that snow clears, you're gone. Big Mexico gone. We can use this time to be honest with each other and give each other advice and constructive criticism for the next person that comes along. Fine. All right. I bite. Go. Okay. Lights off. What is that? You went, like, way too fast. You started helping yourself a little bit. Like you were drilling for oil? Smack it. Oh, oh. Hey. Drop some panties. What if we tried again? <laughs> she looks kind of interesting. That could be kind of cute. The only person I recognize in there is that Miles Teller. He was in that 21 and over. Because I just recently watched that. Sure. That's where I recognize him from. That's, he's the only one I recognize. Oh, Jax's brother. That's right. The one that John doesn't talk about. That's right. The, 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 the cop. The cop? Yeah. That's the yin and the yang. <gasps> that makes sense now. It does, doesn't it? He's looking at us like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second, then I realized the name. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> wow. Leah Sadu. I hope I'm saying her name right. Nope, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Kevin Feig. <laughs> she is set to star in Bond 24. At least he didn't call her Sadukes. 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 Leah Sadukes. Yes. Uh... No title, just Bond 24. I'm assuming That's she's like a model or something. Yeah. She's like, just be... call it Bond 24. She is cute. She's Bondish. Yeah. <laughs> Bondish. Bond. All right. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh oh. What uh, is this? Look, you're, 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 you didn't see the one below. Uh, maybe I did. Uh, Guillermo del Toro updates on Justice League Dark. What? Oh, that's right. This is like the Dead Man Constantine type stuff, right? Yeah. Obviously titled Dark Universe. Yeah, all the uh, mystical and undead 
uh, superheroes of superheroes of uh, the DCU. DC's Jeff Johns recently asserted that Warner's TV and movie adaptions will remain separate. Del Toro is open to the idea of marrying the two together, particularly in the case of Constantine. Because remember that trailer we watched? That show, yeah. That yeah. show starts what, next month. Yeah, a couple, couple uh, weeks. Gotham starts in a couple them. weeks. Flash. Oh, September. There's so many oh, shows coming back and starting. That looks interesting. Well, I had no idea. Sitting there on sitting on the couch watching TV and the, some of the trailer or the, the commercials for the upcoming new shows. And you're sitting there going, that's not going to last past the half after the first episode. It's going to get canceled before it even hits the air. And just like... Wow! Mm-hmm. Then you like you, said, you put up some of these some of these sitcoms. You're just like, oh, this is shit. And then you put up Gotham. You're like, more of this, please. Yeah, I I, I still haven't watched because I did finish Arrow second season. I haven't watched the uh, promotional first episode of Flash yet. But I hear really good things. Oh, well, I said that just the trailer for that Flash one, and you actually get a. A superhero costume out of it. Yep. It stands the reason for the Flash, but I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, more, 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 more. And uh, you can tell we're a bit behind because then here comes the article about Robin Williams dying. What? Yes. Oh. Jay never told us. He doesn't keep us in the loop. Thanks, Jace. You're the media outlet for this. You're supposed to be. No, uh, he's the one who gathers the news. No, 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 yes. no. We had a vote. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have even been there that time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Michael Bay like is set to hand over Transformers 5 to a new director. Good. Kevin Smith. There's a new direction. <laughs> he wouldn't movies. go near that. <laughs> be well, awesome, no, he, he would, but it'd be a lot of like Optimus Prime and Bumblebee just sitting around chit-chatting, talking dick about jokes. dick jokes. And <laughs> uh, let me see. There's a dir- new direction he wants to go, he said. Uh, Oh, here we go. Here's a quote from Michael Bay. They are so fucking hard to make. It's every day for two years, seven days a week, and after you see this movie, you think, well, what the hell am I going to do next? He's going to give it to J.J. Abrams so they can add a whole lot of lens flares on top of the explosions. (laughs) So Transformers 5 is expected to arrive in 2016 with apparently no director. Okay. And Justin Theroux reveals Zoolander 2 is still in the works. What? Finally. I know. There's so many unanswered questions. <laughs> I mean, he finally pulled off the Magnum. Come on. It's time to use that power. Shut up. What? He could never turn left, and he finally mastered it. <sighs> we apologize. That's the only thing I remember from that damn movie. That and him and... Him and uh, uh, what's... That guy's name, yeah, nobody cares. Vin Diesel is set to uh, talk about being in Inhumans. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of a, an interesting uh, pull from Marvel. Yes. Will he have a role there? He says more than four words. Nope. He's going to play the Lockjaw. <laughs> Do you know what they did? <laughs> no, Black Bolt. <laughs> <laughs> That's probably going to happen too. Oh, With uh, beautiful. <laughs> With Groot for Inhumans, they actually had him record those lines in about 17 different languages. So no matter what country they released it in, it was Vin Diesel doing the voice. That was kind of neat. Well, he had to say four words. That's, what, five minutes worth of work? Mm-hmm. And he got paid a fuck ton of money. Exactly. Okay. So they, they, ooh, they took up an hour of his time. 
So yeah, here's he, your check. Here's his quote: uh, Vin and Marvel, you get, you all make it happen. Muse Diesel, I get the strange feeling Marvel thinks I'm inhuman. Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, that was, that was like almost as ham-handed as The Rock saying he's not playing Shazam. Just say the word. Just say, say the, the word. word. Yeah. yeah. Now it says, before we get too excited, it should be pointed out the film of the Inhumans has not yet been confirmed by anyone, despite rumors some years ago that Marvel Studios is eyeing the franchise. So yeah. I would think they're going to tr- probably move in that direction now that Guardians has done so well. Yeah, um, I can see you that. know they've had a, a third level franchise takeoff, yep. so why not pull another? Well, mm-hmm. they ha- they. They can go to their the Marvel Wikipedia and start at A and work their way to Z, and this everybody gets a movie, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a TV show on or Netflix, t- or, yeah. or Speedball. Come on out! <laughs> <laughs> I still remember the one one comic book Speedball was trying out for the uh, the Avengers, and he's all hyped up because he's 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 working out in front of Captain America and he's bouncing all over the place. And Captain America goes, son, settle down. And he grabs him by the ankle as he's bouncing around. <laughs> now, Sorry, coming, Cap. <laughs> coming off of Guardians, though, when are we going to get the remake of Howard the Duck? Oh, come on, please. I don't think they should I remake see, it. That's classic. I, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Like I said, it was, it was a fantastic pull for an end credit bonus scene. That's as much Howard the See, Duck as anybody. Should, they, yeah, that that's it. You know, he's gotten his cameo. He's on the big screen. He's happy. He's got that's now. He's getting should, new residual checks. That's what they should do with Speedball. <laughs> you know, have another shot with the collector, and there he is bouncing around in one of the cages. <laughs> Speedball's been on the big screen, but uh, right now Warner is commissioning two different Aquaman scripts. Oh, Will Beale and Kurt Johnstad are writing their own versions. I bet you it has to do with water and fish. Mm, I'm betting. Yeah, no casting has officially been named. Jason but it, Momoa. But it is widely believed Game of Thrones star Jason Momoa will be the man to take the title role. Okay. Um, if you're casting Jason Momoa in the Justice League movie and you're thinking about spinning off an Aquaman movie, why wouldn't you have the guy that plays Aquaman exactly. do the spinoffs? Well, see, Jason Momoa hasn't been officially cast Oh, they just keep that. his name keeps coming up yeah. all the damn time. Yeah, and he hasn't been seen in Detroit either. So, uh, Arnie's daughter is a zombie in the new Maggie images. Whatever. What's what Maggie? Oh, Maggie's a movie, I guess. Okay. What? <laughs> oh my God! What the, the first images have arrived online for Arnold Schwarzenegger's vehicle Maggie, in which he plays a Midwestern farmer charged with caring for his zombie daughter. That's. It's the governor. Yeah. Oh, and it's not really his daughter. Abigail Breslin is playing the zombie. No, they're actors. They wouldn't be the daughter. Hell. I thought it was saying Arnold's daughter is going to be in a movie. Yeah, that's how you read that headline. <laughs> yeah. Like, what that, the? That's just bad syntax. That's all that is. <laughs> and there he is out in the field. Yeah. Um, Fireman. That does not look like Conan. Okay, while well, the premise might sound like a setup for a knockout I would comedy. Almost, no, I, would, I almost I almost said the unsayable. What did you say? I said I would almost take Triple H as King Conan. 
<laughs> See, he, he, he's he petitioned wanted... so hard for uh, that. I know. He wanted that it. whole WrestleMania entrance. Oh, boy. And... He still loves trotting that out every now and again. Remember me? <laughs> oh, yes. We remember you and your metal teeth <laughs> from Blade. What was that? Trinity. 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 There we yeah. go. Hey, 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 have you seen my dog? Overcranking the camera because he's got no cardio and he can't run. Okay, and you know, just after we say Vin Diesel and humans, they haven't confirmed anything. (laughs) Marvel moving forward with the Inhumans. (laughs) Joe Robert Cole has written the script. Uh, Let me see, having scoffed at Vin Diesel's hint. We are having to eat a slice of humble pie just one day later. (laughs) It's moving forward. According to the report, Joe Robert Cole has written a script that Marvel is happy with, with the studio now looking for a director to helm the new project. The source material is based around a group of humans experimented upon by Cree scientists and left of a host of genetic modifications. Uh, interesting. It's not. The, it's certainly not the best known Marvel property. But neither was yeah. Guardians. That's true. Say that. <laughs> In the meantime, we will be watching Vin Diesel's Facebook page with renewed interest. <laughs> <laughs> yep, sorta. Oh, and Lauren Bacall died. That was true. Okay. Yeah. I kept seeing him pop up on Facebook, but right after Robin Williams, I thought it was just someone hoaxing him. around. Yep. Yeah. Well, there was one somebody posted. I think it was, I uh, can't remember who posted. It was a Lauren Bacall quote. She goes, <laughs> men are just like beach towels. They're only useful when you're wet. <laughs> <laughs> I said, there were, well done, Miss Bacall. <laughs> yes. Okay. I do see here Tom Hiddleston is set to star. Oh, this is a rumor. Uh, he's set to star in a remake of Ben-Hur. Wow. Stars That's pretty epic. Top of MGM's list. Let me see. The report goes wow. on to clarify the casting is far from done deal, with the star currently turning over a number of different offers, including one for another MGM project, uh, Me Before You. Hmm. hmm. Penned by 12 Years a Slave Oscar-winning John Ridley, said to draw heavily on the Jesus Christ story, which runs parallel in the uh, other Ben-Hur. And it's set for release February 26, 2016. Better get on it. No doubt. And Texas Chainsaw Massacre prequel to be called Leatherface. Uh, uh, Leatherface in his teen years, as I heard it. Goody. Uh, Dawson's Creek meets Leatherface. The new film is officially titled Leatherface, which would seem to... It seems to me like they're trying to do like what Zombie did with Halloween and, you know, give us that backstory of why he is the way he is. Or the signs that he was going to be the way he is. Okay, you have to do the whole family then, because the whole family was uh, not just Leatherface. It was the whole family. So, you got to do... You got to do everybody. Exactly. Because that was... I, I don't know. I don't know. I, that, 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 I don't know if that property needs that much of a prequel. What is there? The guy cuts people's faces off, sticks yeah. them on himself, and cuts people. Okay, yeah. So if you want to know the, the, the prequel to that, read anything about Ed Gein. Exactly. So. That's what it's based on. <laughs> oh, so. Jason. Jason. Power Rangers. Oh, I've already got it marked on my calendar. Man. I believe it. 
Go, go, Power Rangers. There we go. Its release date is scheduled for 2016. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm, I'll be there. Another road trip. Mm, Atmos yeah. Theater. Woo! You guys have fun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on. Megazord on the big screen. Come uh, on. You know what? That, I don't that, even know that, what that is. That, <laughs> don't lie. Definitely. Don't. An IMAX 3D oh, experience. Yes, because we know what you love 3D. Yeah. Ah, uh, here we go. Shannon Sosamon and James Ranson will be head up Sinister 2. Never saw the first one. Oh, Sinister is good. Very good. Yeah? Yes. Uh, you know my feelings on horror. They don't... <laughs> oh. Well, if you could sit through The Conjuring, you'd probably dig Sinister. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's very similar. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, well, I'll have to check that out. The best image from the trailer that I remember seeing is he's got a screen up and he's watching this film that he found in the attic. And it shows this guy in the woods. Well, suddenly the screen flies up, and there's the guy right behind the screen oh, in the window. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> it was good. Uh, so, yeah, I, I love Shannon Sosaman. Yes. Ever since The Night's Tale. Yep. Same thing. And she was in one, too, that was set in France. Catacombs. I that believe the it was. The piano in the basement? No, no, that's coming up. <laughs> Oh. All right, let's wrap it up, boys. Oh, hang on. Oh, no. Martin Lawrence confirms Bad Boys 3 is on the way. Oh. Dan White, if you're listening, you've been waiting and waiting and waiting for this. So here it comes, brother. Star says, Jerry Bruckheimer has assured him it's happening. Jerry Bruckheimer? Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, they're starting to slow down on all the CSI shows? <laughs> and Game of Thrones' Sophie Turner to star in a Mary Shelley biopic. Oh, now that would be good. More regret. That would really be good. Yeah. What else have we got here? Uh, what we got is running out of time. That's what we got. Yeah. Oh, Ben Affleck responds to fans' reaction to his casting as Batman. <laughs> oh, I got to pull that up. All he has to do is hold up that one check. Fuck you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, you don't like me as Batfleck? Oh. I wouldn't have done it if I didn't think I could do it. Before I took the role, Ben says, Warner Brothers gave me a bunch of post-reactions and casting. And Money. Said, Are you sure you want to get into this? This is part and parcel with the movies now. There's a lot of active fans with a lot of opinions. <laughs> uh, you know what? All the hate he's probably received over it, it's probably he's had that for years. Oh, yeah. People have been ripping on him for years. That's just because yeah. he exists. Wow. Uh, Godzilla 2 gets a 2018 release date. I actually like some of Ben's movies. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. I do, too. <laughs> I, I do. Daredevil, Jersey Girl. Mm-hmm. Jersey Girl, yes. Daredevil, Gee. not so much. Never watched I Julie. actually liked Daredevil. I liked him in Armageddon. I liked him in that movie. How? I, I enjoyed him in it. J.J. <laughs> Abrams' mystery box may have just swung open. A uh, number of rumors hitting the web regarding the identity of Star Wars' new villain. Uh, the film's main antagonist will be the Inquisitors, as featured in the Star Wars Rebels. Uh-huh. Mm, the lead Inquisitor is reported to be half-cyborg creature and is the owner of the robotic hand featured in the recent image. Oh. What? Oh, you didn't see that picture? It's a robotic hand holding a note saying this is the guy that won the uh, Force of Change. Nope, didn't see that. Oh, yeah. People were just freaking out about it. <laughs> what is that? That's a hand. Oh, my God, a hand. 
Robot hand. Robot and on top of that, there is also said to be a flashback sequence in which the Inquisitors are seen to be serving none other than Darth Vader himself. That's not canon. It is now, apparently. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> and we will end it on this note. Uh-oh. Colin Firth and Nicole Kidman star in a new trailer of Before I Go to Sleep. Now, because it's Nicole Kidman and because of that name, Nicole it sounds Kidman? pretty darn cool. She's hot. I think she's hot. Maybe back in the day. Maybe it's it's obvious. Oh, no, it's not obvious because that's just an advertisement. And you're not going to be able to <laughs> skip it. No, bastards. 30 second one? Hey. Yep. Whoa. Oh, he's flexing his butt because he can't get the can of something open that we can't say because that's advertising. No, you go on without me. Yeah. Oh, oh. What are oh, you doing? Look at that. Whoa, Everybody's at home going, what the heck's he talking about? Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right. Hope this is full. Ah, there it goes full screen. Loading. R for some brutal violence. Oh, okay. Uh-oh. I'm going to have to let this buffer for a second. Buffer. <laughs> Buff. Buffer, that's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> but it does open on a big image of her eye. How do you know it's her eye? Could be my eye. Could be an eye. Any eye. What if every night you lost your memory? I'm your husband, Ben. We got married 14 years ago. You had an accident. You have problems remembering things. Isn't this 51st Dates? It's the dark version. It's oh. also uh, uh, Memento. Good point. 51st Dates meets Memento. What if Memento started coming back? This will mean nothing to you, but don't worry. We've been doing some work on your memory. Admittedly, this isn't what a run-of-the-mill doctor-patient relationship. Seeing you without your husband's knowledge. I want you to keep a visual diary to hold on to your memories. My name is Christine Lucas. As I sleep, my mind will erase everything that I know, everything that I did. There must be days when you say, I can't go through this again. Sometimes when the truth is painful or complicated, I don't always have the strength. Everything is alive. She was naked. That was blood. Who did this to me? No one knows. No one but you. He says he's protecting you, but... Don't trust him. This isn't just about you. I want you to feel good about yourself. I have to remember. Hmm. Interesting premise. Yeah. No. Ah. Stop it. Stop. Quit it. Okay, we gotta wrap it up. Alrighty. <laughs> Sunday. This Sunday, August twenty fourth. At the Jazz Bar, downtown Jason. Chatham. Look at that. All about Jason. Just jump straight in. There. Oh, well, we're running out of time. We need extras. Jason's got to get his shit. Keep our folk. We've got to film. I wrestle with a lot of we, guys like that. we got to film to make. we got to film to make, people. Mm-hmm. We need extras. We need bar folk. Come on out. 11, 11 a.m. Sunday, August 24th. That's this coming Sunday. Bar Sunday, folk. Sunday, Sunday. I think I know people that like bars. Yeah. And we still haven't practiced at all. No, I told you my schedule. And it's all on you. Oh, do we have lines? 
Yeah, you have a script. Oh, it's all on me. You guys have the less fl- oh. less flexible schedule than me. Oh, in that case, mm. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> so I have a quick casting call for... <laughs> Fine by me. <laughs> Don't do this to me, man. The, Don't make me cry. <laughs> the part of Mike will be played by anybody who shows up. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's seen there's a different Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Who the hell are you? I'm Mike. Oh, all right. <laughs> we just have to borrow your hat. They're all wearing the same hat. That's Mike. That's Mike. Yep. <laughs> well, so yes, come out, have fun, you know, and be at a bar. Yeah, watch me get frustrated doing a fucking half page of dialogue. <laughs> no rehearsal set up by the guy who's making the goddamn movie. I don't recall any rehearsal time. No. There hasn't been because you guys haven't told me when you're available. Oh. I told you when I was okay. available. You know, every other <laughs> week I'm on afternoons. And every week I he's on But days. I don't know your schedule exactly. I know your midnights, but I don't know what days you're off and blah, blah, blah. So it's not on me, brother. Oh. See, <laughs> you're the guy that wants to get this movie made. You're the guy that needs to schedule the rehearsals. Wait, 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 wait. Who is in charge of absolutely everything? That's the director. That's right. <laughs> and you've been sitting there crowing at the top of the roof. I'm a director now. <laughs> Who thinks it's Jason's fault? Yes, I, you're outvoted. <laughs> I like this democracy. This, this, game. Is a, this is a great game. I like this game. <laughs> well, come on out for the filming. Also, wrestling. What? You have wrestling, don't you? What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's called professional wrestling? Oh, so sorry. Oh, yeah. He... When it's professional, it's wrestling. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> When's your next show? Uh, September. September. It's all month. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really long, a match. long match. September 28th in Hamilton. Month-long the... Iron Man match. Shut up. I'm talking over here. <laughs> We're done with you. Mm. Done. Yeah, that's what I thought. We need video so bad for the pony <laughs> yeah. face. Get Jack online. Yes. <laughs> See him now. Yeah. I'm going to try and set Jack up for two weeks from now. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think I he's know. married, but maybe I can set him up. That is Duh. very altruistic. Yes. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try and set up a, the second part of the interview. Nope. Got to go. That's the movie Madhouse for this week. <laughs> so we'll talk to you later. Bye. Do your outros, Jason. Rob, I thought you were going to hit the button. I was watching I'm your finger on the mouse. Bye-bye. Huh? See ya. <laughs> <laughs>